Hey founders, hope you're having a good day. On the back of my one of my most recent videos, how to make money as a commercial loan broker, I continue to get a lot of questions around the topic. And so the good news I wanted to tell you before I get into the content of today's video is that I've decided to go ahead and package that all together into a course for you. Since I've done so many commercial loans in my life, either as a C-level bank executive, a commercial lender, and then I have brokered them myself outside of that career, uh, I thought it would be beneficial with all the people asking questions and showing interest in that type of business model that I would just package my expertise together and share that with you. And so I'm going to put a link in the comments below if you want to take a look at that and pre-register for that course to be notified when the course is available. That will also get you the right to a 20% discount on that course when it, when it uh, opens. I'm hoping to finish it sometime in August. Might take me until September, but hopefully no later than uh, middle of September to get of 20. 21 to get that ready for you. So today I'm going to answer a question that I got on the back of that video. I got a message through Instagram from someone who was asking about this and they were asking, can you really get a startup loan, uh, a business loan for a startup, right? Can you get a loan for a, for a startup? Because there's challenges there. So I'm going to run you through how that works. Now, as a quick reminder, there's two types of capital in general that businesses can use. You can either get debt or you can get equity, right? Quick refresher on those, debt would be taking out a loan from a lender of some sort and then paying back principal and interest. Uh, and, and that is how the lender gets their money back. Those payments are usually monthly and you're not giving up any ownership in your company. You're just giving up that interest payment that you're making along the way. With equity, you're taking on investors. You're typically giving them a share in your business or sometimes a share of revenue. Most of the time it's an equity share in the business. Sometimes those investors will want you to create a board of directors. They'll want a seat on that board of directors so they have a say-so in what goes on in your business. So there's pluses and minuses to both the debt and equity side. Go ahead and find that video that I've recorded before and talked about, and it'll walk you through a bit more than those general specifics or those general details. So uh, debt and equity. Now, venture debt does exist. It's just not all that common. So let me give you a good example. If you've not heard of them, there's a company called Silicon Valley Bank, and they are a bit of a bank, but they really specialize in giving loans to startups. Now, these are typically startups. They're a little bit further along in their process. They're not what I would call a pre-revenue startup. So today I'm going to answer for you. Can you really get a loan for a startup that is pre-revenue, one that is that early in its business model? And believe it or not, you can but there's a lot of challenges to it and you just need to understand the differences. So know that there are companies that specialize in this type of thing when you're looking out on the internet for resources. And by the way, as part of that course I'm putting together for you, I'm going to be putting together at least a hundred different lenders out there and the types of loans that they like to do that you can use to broker deals through. So that's something you should be anticipating. Okay. When lenders, and then this is a little bit of generalization, but when most lenders do a startup loan, what they're really saying is they'll do a personal loan to the startup founder and they'll use that founder's financial strength as their reason for making the loan. So let me say that again. When most companies say they're doing a startup loan, typically what I have seen is it's in the form of a sort of a line of credit or maybe even a credit card using your personal credit score and your personal income for a right to prove to approve that loan. Okay. If you're talking to your typical lender, I'm going to shift gears on you for just a second. If you're talking to your typical bank in your community or a credit union in your community, they're going to look at things 
a little bit differently. So you need to understand this distinction. I've talked about this before, but I'm trying to drive this point home for you. So I've done a course on this before where I talk about the business loan formula, what it takes to get a business loan. And your traditional lenders are looking for something that's called sources of repayment. Okay. And the primary source of repayment is almost always revenue or cash flow that is coming off that business. Well, let's apply that to a startup that we just talked about. If you're a pre-revenue startup, do you have a lot of cash flow? No, <laughs> you don't have any. And so what does that mean for your chances of getting approved for a startup loan? They're not very good, right? Because the startup doesn't have the cash flow that can be used to make the payment. Remember, lenders want to get repaid. So a pre-revenue startup doesn't have significant cash flow to be able to make that loan payment. Honestly, even a startup that has some revenue coming in may be burning through all of that revenue, and they also may not have cash flow to make the payment. So if a startup doesn't have cash flow to make their payment, how can you get a startup loan? Well, there's a couple of ways. Go back to what I said earlier. A lot of times these lenders that are making startup loans are really just making a personal loan because the founder shows that they have enough income. Maybe they're keeping their day job or something like that. They have enough income to be able to make the payment on the loan and pay for all the other debts that they have. So if they have a house payment or a car payment, all this stuff, that's all factored into it. So that's one way that a business or a lender will make a loan to a startup. Okay. Now there's another way. While cash flow is typically the primary source of repayment, there are secondary sources of repayment and lenders that specialize in those things. So what am I talking about? There are lenders who will make a loan decision based on, it's called asset-based asset lending. They'll make a loan based on the collateral that you're able to give them. So what's collateral, right? You could have uh, your house, you're willing, the equity in your house, you're willing to pull out to use as collateral for the business loan. A little bit scary, but I've seen people do it. You could have inventory, equipment. You could have invoices that are due to be paid to you and a lender will give you a loan against those invoices. That's called factoring, invoice factoring. Okay. So if you don't have the cash flow for your startup to be able to make the payment and or the startup founder doesn't have significant financial income outside of the business, right? Or personal assets, then you need collateral in order to be a secondary source for payment. So now what's going to happen with that startup loan if it's collateral based? It's going to be more expensive. Okay. Loan business loans where you can demonstrate the ability to repay, meaning you show that you have cash flow coming in from some sort of reliable source, are typically lower interest rate. They're less risky to the lender and therefore the interest rate's lower. When it's collateral based, you're going to pay more. Now, what happens if you don't have the income and you don't have the collateral? Okay. And some lender out there still willing to make a loan to your brand new startup that hasn't made much money, if any money at all, what's going to happen? It's very risky. So what are they going to do? They're going to charge you crazy rates, which is going to be a lot like a credit card, 20% interest or something like that. Okay. Now, the one thing I didn't say when we got into this is I'm not a huge fan of startup loans. Okay. They have their time and place, but they're usually better leveraged a little bit later on in the relationship. I'd rather see startup founders at least try to raise equity. I have seen it where people take out a micro loan for say 10 or $15,000. If they're not able to scrape that together themselves, that's a discussion for another time, how I feel about that. 
if you're not able to sort of hustle and get together 10, five, 10, $15,000, um, I've seen microloans done, done, even the SBA does microloans, but I still don't like the idea of burdening you and or your business with debt. That's not the point of today. The point of today was, can you get a startup loan? Can you get one? The answer is yes, you can. Lenders tend to look for cash flow, but they will take other sources of repayment like collateral in lieu of that. Most of the time when a lender is offering you a startup loan, it is basically a personal loan against your existing income through your day job or some other assets that you have. Okay. So if you're trying to work with a traditional lender who wants to see that cash flow, which is what the vast majority of them do, right? Then getting a startup loan is going to be tough. There are specialized companies that will do these types of loans for startups. So if you're going to go out and look for that, that's really what you need to keep in mind. So one last reminder, if this type of thing is of interest to you and you would like to make a living or maybe make some side hustle money, helping businesses find capital, whether debt or equity, in this case, particularly debt, I'm right in the middle of recording this new course. I'm going to put the link in the comments or in the description. Be sure you go check that out. All I'm asking for you is to, to pre-register by giving your name and email address. That'll get you a right to a 20% discount on the course when I'm done with it. And also candidly helps me validate the, the entire interest across uh, followers such as yourself, lets me know how many people really are interested in this type of thing. I've had a lot of people reach out to me. I really appreciate that. Some really good questions are coming through. Feel free to put those in the comments or reach out to me directly. I'd love to answer your questions as part of this type of series and as part of that course so that we can help you start a really good business. Hope that information helps you. Till next time, hope you find your voice.